This podcast is brought to you by the film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn. Oh, he's hot. With an incredible ensemble that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, and Whoopi Goldberg. Ezra is a funny and endearing story about Max, a divorced father struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When faced with difficult decisions about the future, they embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Deadline calls Ezra a touching testament to the power of love. In theaters, May 31st. Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hi, good morning, Catherine. Oh, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Does everybody want to hear me sing? Oh, I don't think so. But I have learned how to dance a little bit. What I've learned is to just sidestep to the beat, like just a two-step. I can do that. So I'm going to do that yeah. just for everything. And I'm Great. not going to try to get anything more complicated than that. You know what, Chelsea? We had... I, I just... Sorry, Catherine. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I'm drinking room temperature water right now. It's actually got a little bit of a coolness to it. So it's Good. palatable. But this is Good. a real tough pill for me to swallow. <laughs> she does not like the water. I left my thermos in my car. Yes. I love my thermoses. By the way, shout out to Welly. They make the best thermoses. I can put yes. ice in my Welly bottle and it's ice three days later. Yes. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I have made yogurt in my Welly bottle before. Oh, I, <laughs> you know what, Catherine? This is not... Uh, something I want to hear about. This I've, is right up. I, I'm surprised you didn't say cottage cheese. I have made my own oh, cheese. Actually, I believe before. you. I mean, fucking Brad, you're way to bury the lead. Being married to Catherine, she's up to no good. I love fermented foods. I had a uh, military death on one of my planes the other day, and we stopped, and they were transporting a military bottle, uh, bottle body, let's see, body, and there were there was a whole ceremony outside the plane oh with like the military and their family, which was sad because they were all crying, but it was really sweet to see the how they do that. Wow. I was like, well, wait, I guess the airports aren't that fucked up if they can swing this. Like, you know what I mean? That Truly. at least had some decorum and some respect. Yeah. Because I don't know what's happening with flights lately, but something is way off. One of my girlfriends <laughs> got stuck at Burbank Airport for like all of Christmas Day. Oh, everyone did. Yes. Southwest canceled all their flights. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's been pretty brutal, the travel situation, but I guess... 
I have to tell you, Chelsea, we have not had a question in a long time that's had as much totally varied feedback as Jesse from a couple weeks ago. She called in and remember we talked to her like all like the entire episode oh. with Brooke Shields about her in-laws yelling at her on the oh, rafting yeah. trip. And right. then we kind of got after we discovered her at the end of the call. She seemed to be she needed to do some work. Yeah. Well, yeah. we discovered that early on, but we were trying to be respectful before, at least I was, before I told her. Yeah, it's with the dishwashing. But we had people emailing in being like, go get her, girls. She did wrong. Other people being like, no, it was totally her in-law's fault for screaming at her. And I just thought it was really interesting. I don't know if you've gotten DMs about this, but I've gotten a lot of no, emails about this. No, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Well, that is yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, every, it's a very relatable situation, right? Yeah. It's it's tough with in-laws. And I think nobody well, deserves- if you don't get married, you don't have to deal with that. That's true. And another reason, okay? <laughs> to per- Another perk to not being married. I think, you know, her family's got some shit to work out, too. Because if somebody's screaming at you about dishes two years later, they wanted something to be mad at you about. You no, know what I mean? I think that's a really kind of icky thing to do if you're at someone's house- and you make a I habit agree. of nobody's supposed to ask you to help at someone else's house. Mm, like it's not mm. the onus is not on them. Yeah, jump in. You gotta even I do it. And not even I because like I'm someone special. Even I who doesn't know how to wash dishes. I shouldn't be <laughs> washing dishes. It's worse when I do it. Yeah. I always ju- get up and yeah. try. Yeah. I try to make an effort because it's manners. I mean, it's pretty basic. Yeah. So. But people were up in arms about Jesse. Well, really, people truly. were up in arms once when I did some poll about toilet paper, whether it should be upside down, coming from the bottom, yeah. or coming from the top. Or, or I was on the Drew Barrymore show, and we were doing something, and it was the biggest thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there were like 15,000 comments about people's opinions, and I finally figured out that I prefer, because I had never thought about it yeah. before, prefer it from the bottom. You do. I don't want it from the top. See, I, I want like it top it. down. Oh, yeah. oh you do? Yeah. Mm, interesting. We're just different in every way, Chelsea. Well, yeah. So so far, we have not found one similarity, <laughs> except that we both are on this podcast. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> That's what we have in common. <laughs> well, Chelsea, today we have some really exciting guests. Okay, great. I can't wait. I can't wait to find out who they are. <laughs> Today, we're yeah, we have my two Canadian mom friends, Kat and Nat. These girls are two hot fucking messes, and I'm excited to have them on because they're besties, and then they tour around, well, they tour around America, too, and mm-hmm. Canada, and yeah. uh, they both have a bunch of children, and they talk a lot about motherhood, parenting, and I don't know what who turned me on to them, but we're buddies now. They have seven kids between them. Well, that's better than me having them. <laughs> Are you guys ride sharing? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We always, she doesn't drive. Yeah. She has a car and a license, but she won't drive. Like, I don't drive on the highway, <laughs> just in the city. Only a few streets. The city or the suburb? No, we're city. in the city. I, I like the city because it's short streets, lots of lights, like everything's really fast and quick. But if you go to the suburbs, you have to take the highway. So I don't go there. Okay. This is Kat. I mean, this is, <laughs> sorry, this is Catherine. Hi. And this is Kat and this is Nat. No, well, wait, you don't. Nat and Nat. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. I basically just call them both cat. We can all three be cat today. When they meet us, they're saying, you're cat and Nat, even if we're not together. Hi. Oh, I love you, cat and Nat. That's it. So <laughs> right. it's literally, it's, it's totally fine. I mean, look at us. I, I would be confused too. I know. It is, it is very confusing because you guys do really look a lot alike. But I, <laughs> only from hanging out with you, I know that cat is more of like a, a busy body and Nat is a little bit lazier. Yeah. 
is <laughs> She loves to lie vertically. I am a lot. I no horizontally. And she also, likes to lie they don't want to. They went on tour. Okay, f- let's talk about the genesis of you guys, so that you, yes, I want please. Catherine to be as familiar with me because I don't even remember how I met you two. I just know that we are friends now. But <laughs> explain to Catherine. Explain the genesis of everything that you two do. You guys went on tour as mothers, basically, right? You're talking about motherhood all the time on your Instagram and how nuts it is. First of all, it was a joke. We decided to do a show as a joke because no one invites us anywhere. So we were like, oh, we'll make a party. And we, our first show, you guys, we threw for free, gave free drinks and free appetizers for everybody. We, we, we wanted to host a party. We didn't pay for it. We found people to like sponsor, sponsor it. it. So we host a party in a theater and then we go out to like go have a cocktail party with everyone and they maul, like we get mauled. We were like, oh, we were just here to hang out and we couldn't get through the crowd. The security guard basically took us and pulled us back inside. I was like, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, like we just need an excuse to get away from the seven kids and go and have a party. And for our party, we wanted a DJ. We wanted strippers. We wanted flamenco dancers. We wanted dancing. We wanted drinking. We wanted champagne. So we just created a party and then started selling tickets to it. And then our agents were like, okay, if you can sell out like three more theaters, we'll talk about a tour. I'm like, okay. Just kind of all came together. We had a podcast and I don't know. It just... And I wrote a couple of books and then Chelsea once like commented on our Instagram and, and we, we died. And and the people were texting us, you see Chelsea's book? Oh my God. That I, I don't want to actually talk to her. Like I didn't want to, I'm like, don't say yes to our podcast because that's pressure. And then <laughs> because you're like a real, you're funny. We're, I would funny say, and famous. We're, we're, not us, her. I honestly. Yeah. And then it was more like we're just shit shows and people liked that. So And now we've seen Chelsea three times this year. One, we came to your show in Toronto. Two, you met us at the Soho House. Three, we're seeing you right now. Where do you guys live? And you live in Toronto. So everyone yeah. knows they're Canadian. Yeah. But they tour in America. So what was your agent for before you decided to start? How did Very you even fresh. have an agent? She emailed every person oh. at WME and just said, you know what, we're at it now and we, we need someone to help us with deals. Yeah, and was, they said yes. It was so weird. But we did, we were doing like, we were doing videos, we were doing the Mom Truths videos and those were videos in the car just like talking about what it's like to be a mom. We were doing, what else did we do? But not glorifying what it's like to be a mom. No. They talk about how hard it is to be a mom, just how yeah. demanding it is and all the disappointments and that you're not going to win all the time and there's going to be a lot of failures and you're going to feel like a failure and that all of yeah. that is fine. Yeah. And that's exactly how we felt when we first had our babies. We were just like, we thought this was going to be so beautiful and it's actually not, and nobody's talking about it. So let's just start doing some videos. Cause a lot of moms were like blogging at the time and we weren't going to sit down and write. So we did videos. No one was doing videos. Social media wasn't really a thing. And then everything just came at the same time. Like we had been doing live streaming through YouTube and then Facebook live came. So we turned it to Facebook live. It's been a lot of like chance and opportunity and saying, yes, you know, we were, we went to a conference that we had really no idea. We just kind of decided to go and the Today Show was there and the two producers, they found us walking in a hallway and they asked us a question and then they were like, wait, will you two come with us here? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then we just went with them and then it's actually been a lot of women who, because we really are naive in, in this world of what we've been doing and it's really been women like you, Chelsea, and like the Today Show and people have just said like, yes, and they've they've just helped us. And you know, when you open a door, like even when you comment, that's what people see and they're like, oh, she's looking at them. That means that they're worthy of me looking at them. Unfortunately, 
it's sort of the way it looks. And even when you don't think you're opening doors, kindness goes so far. And you, you personally have opened a ton of doors for us. And we know people say yes, because you've said yes. So I just think, you and know, I see like Amy Schumer now comments and follows us. And I'm pretty sure that that's probably because she saw you, you know what I mean? That you did. So then she kind of took notice. And now I just think there. a lot of women have been so impactful in ways they don't know for us, because it's, really a lot of yeses. That's all we've really done and stumbled and failed and gotten up. And some shows are do shit and terrible. And you're like, oh, that's not my demo. But you can't let that hurt your ego because we don't knock it out of every city, but we figure out, we regroup and we go back to the place. You know what I mean? It's always reverse correct, reverse correct. It's kind of like that. And what would you say that you feel like thus far your biggest impact has been for other mothers? I think it's like for women too. You know, we have a lot of young people who follow us, like 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds who wait in the parking lot after the show and sneak into our shows to come see us. And I think that right now it's our friendship for a lot of people that brings them hope and that they find comfort in our friendship even more than motherhood. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because that's honestly, that's what attracted me to you too, the bestie vibe. I always love a bestie dynamic. And I feel like we fuck up constantly, but we pick each other up. And it's because we have each other, we can do what we do. And I think that our friendship is really... And the young people are on TikTok, like, if this isn't us when we're older than I don't, oh, yeah. like, don't want to yeah. be. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sort of this weird, you know, you don't have to give up your best friend because you're an adult. And I think that's what a lot of people think. You have to grow up and lose your friendship. No, you just have to time your babies and families together so yeah. that you're both on the same track. Because I was asking them about their other friendships independent of their own, because you both have separate groups of friends yeah. that don't mm-hmm. necessarily cross over to your cat or Nat, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we have separate friendships. We for sure planned a bunch of them that like, we're like, don't, you can't pull out. You know what I mean? Like you're not pulling in frame, <laughs> oh. but it's like you are no, staying we, in there. We planned the babies before our husbands had any idea yeah. what was happening. It's we almost like your husbands are both just so inconsequential in this dynamic. <laughs> it's, you know, oh. I feel sad for them, but I also feel like, you, you know, good. When they travel, they take care of the kids. They're so the, they're the ones. Yeah, it's pickup time right now. And they check off. They're not working so they can pick up the kids. So they are also a huge reason they support our friendship and what we do. So we are very, they're not just sperm. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, sure. Sure. We'll <laughs> agree on that. Also, they travel on a tour bus and yes. they don't sleep in the same bed because they don't, they're not down with that. But that's more Nat than Kat, right? From what I remember. Would you two sleep together? I would I mean, sleep in a bed with anybody. Yeah. I have no problems oh, with that. I do snuggle I though. mean, I prefer, well, not if we're sleeping together, well, you won't. <laughs> this one over here, fuck. You're going to snuggle me. My one friend, I have one friend who always wants to sleep holding hands. So I had to kick her out of, I go, you know what? I, I'm not holding hands with you all no. night. I go, I was down to sleep with you. She slept over my house the other night and we woke up in the morning and there's plenty of rooms for her to sleep in. And she got up in the morning and she goes, I didn't touch you. I didn't touch you. I'm like, yeah, that's what the fuck is supposed to happen. Can't sleep with me if you're going to fucking hold my hand. You're not my boyfriend. You know, well, honestly, we always say like we have tried to teach these seven kids to sleep independently on their own, and then finally they learn how to sleep on their own, and then you get to a relationship, and now you're supposed to share a bed again. Like it just doesn't make sense for the way that we have learned how to sleep. So yeah, I mean, she does it too. We build a wall between our husbands of pillows, and I don't want like maybe his feet might creep over, like a hand might creep over, but that's not going to happen between the two of us. Independent sleeping, like like if I can have my own bed, I haven't had my own bed in a long time. Like someone's in you on you or wants to get in you at all times so you're like when you get your own bed it's like that's amazing sheer heaven mm-hmm. so you want like lucy and ricky style like two beds in the bedroom 
So sometimes people will fly us out and oh they'll gosh. get us two rooms. And then we get to the hotel. We're like, can we only use one room with two beds? But like, can we change that king that's, to two queens? That's the ultimate for all sleeping is to be in the same room yes. or the same house with a big group. But everyone has their own yeah. privacy. Yes. Dreams. Catherine, why did Lucy and Ricky sleep in separate beds? Well, I think it wasn't allowed for them to have one bed. Well, back no, then. that was in that time era. Like yeah, people like did that. People had separate sleeping arrangements. I'm not Damn. sure. I guess. Damn. Why did that change? I'm not sure. I don't know. They were married, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They made little Ricky, so because they were fucking smarter than us, I guess. I mean, that's what she, that's so. what needs to come back in style. If it should be retroactive, I think everyone who has a child—I don't even have a child—and I feel that way. But anyone who has a child is definitely on board for separate beds. Yeah. Does your dog sleep with you, Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, I want them to, but they even reject me. They don't want to stay <laughs> in the bed all night. I have to leave the little doggy steps, so Bernice will, like, humor me. She's like, oh, here we go, you know. She thinks I'm, like, assaulting her. So she goes to her safe spot while I assault her, and then I put her under the covers, like, like we're going to do it. And I notice that if I have the confidence of her not leaving... She will remain. It's when I look at her mm. and like, you know, and I'm worried about her leaving is when she leaves. So yeah. she can she vibe off your me. insecurity. Yes. yes. <laughs> and Bert has basically turned into some sort of limp biscuit. So I can't. He's not getting in my bed because he's frail now. So I have to respect that. No yeah. more abuse. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Even though Fair. he's probably got that way from my abuse. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about your friendship. Okay, we've talked about it before when you guys interviewed me, but I think it's inspiring for a lot of people that will be listening how your friendship works and what the benefits to each of your lives are by having such a close, fun, work-friend relationship. Kat, why don't you start? I think for us, it will, number one, it allows you to take sort of more risks because when there's two of you losing and failing, it's a lot, it's funnier and it's a lot easier than when it's one of you. And I think that when you're both in it together, there's no... Everything feels fun that we do. There's nothing. We could be on a delay on an airplane for 12 mm-hmm. hours and it's funny. Like there's, mm-hmm. it just, the stakes just feel different because it's, everything's kind of a joke. And in a way that when parenting is going to shit, we call each other and thank God it often doesn't go to shit at the same time or when your relationship's not great. And you always have someone to share everything with because there's, you're so intimate with them, but you don't have sex with them that it's like this weird, it's not transactional. We're so tight that when you know when someone's going through something, they don't have to say it. The other one can just pick up the work slack, knowing that that one needs that and vice versa. So it's this weird thing. We get double done because there's two of us versus one of us. And there's no, if we failed and lost everything tomorrow, I would be okay because our ride has been so much fun and we would still have each other and we'd probably figure out something else to do in a different capacity. But this wouldn't change. And I think that's the coolest thing about our friendship. It's friendship first and then fun and then work. Yeah. And what about you, Nat? I want yeah. you to speak on this. This is going to be hard for her. She doesn't do feelings. I know. That's why you're going second. She got inspired. She, she told you. me recently why I love her. We were on a plane and I, we were talking about love and what love is and why she loves me and I love her. And she basically told me I love her because she does things for me, like drive me around and like <laughs> sure she stays, book her plane tickets. <laughs> 
do every, renew her license. But I was like, I think it's more than that, but maybe, maybe that's all it is. It's been 14 years of being moms together. And there has been so many hard times. It hasn't all been like peachy keen. We've had a postpartum anxiety. We've had sickness. We've had so many things, but being able to rely on your friend to, like she said, pick up, pick up when the other one can't. But also like my kids say to me, you are so lucky. You get to go to work every day with your best friend and there's no boss, right? We're equal bosses. So we don't have to go into work, have a boss, go to work all day with a bunch of like weirdos or strangers. It's just us. And everything we get to do is fun. I do remind them that what we do is work and we work hard together, but we work together really well because we know each other so well, but yeah, we get to just have fun. And also it's really great that our children mm-hmm. get to have sort of like a second mother so that when, um, si- like our seventh, siblings, our seventh, which is my baby, my baby's a seventh, but our seventh is so ferocious because she's had to have like seven above her. Like she's grown up with six siblings, essentially. Ferocious. She's ferocious. I'm the youngest of six. So I know exactly what you're talking ferocious. about. Ferocious. Yes. Our two babies are ferocious. <laughs> and I just think they're so lucky that they always mm-hmm. have a built-in tribe. Like, you know, I'm sure you feel it. Like when you have a lot of people around you, it's like this built-in little thing that you have bumpers around you. And we take them on vacation together and we spend yeah. summers together and oh, we you like force them all together. hate us walking on the plane, 11 of us, seven children and the two of us walking onto a plane. Everyone's like, <gasps> my daughter has spilled a hot cup of noodles on two different men on two different plane rides. Oh. They had to change their pants. Oh God. Oh, how humiliating. She offered him candy as like an apology. And we left the two girls like, mom, we spilled work. I don't know who you yeah, are. You yeah, deal with this man and his That's aunt. when you fan out, fan out yes. and get away from your children. You don't want to be seen with them. And do you guys have similar parenting styles? Are you guys like agree on the way you parent or are you do differ in that way? We like parent each other's children differently. Like her kids will come to me for some things and my kids will go to her for things. Like we definitely That's have nice. different personalities. Our, our mothers mothered us differently, but overall I respect totally the way that she does it. And she respects the way that I do it. We go to each other for different advices. Mm-hmm. Like she has experts and I have expertise and then we blend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you think your strong suit is? Your strong parenting suit is, Kat? Oh God, that's so serious. You know, I'm like the talker. So they'll call me like yesterday. She's like, mom, we're going through some anxiety. Can you walk us through these feelings that we're in the car and our kids in the car? I'm like, yep, let's go. Here I'm we like, go. Oh, Kat. I'm like, I don't yeah. know where we go when we die. Like, I, like, <laughs> I do the sex. Like I'm a sex conversation. I land the plane, you know, I'm like, if you don't know about a boner by grade two, we're screwed. So like, I'm like boner, penis, vagina. People do it for fun <laughs> and for babies. We sit them all down and lay it out. And not as strong suit as she's the one who's like, let's get up on the couch and the tables and dance. We bring the fun and I'm the combo. She's the person who's like the party starter. Like, uh-huh. always yes. Can we have a bag of candy? Yes. Can we go here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not I'm not there to talk talk about no, it. No, I'll much. they'll all call me and I'm like, let's talk. Oh, let's okay. Go. I yeah. see. I see. Yeah. I understand that. I get that from you too. And then I have to, because we share a bank account and a credit card. So we all, all of our money goes into one account, the two of us. (laughs) You are married. You guys guys co-mingle your funds. Yeah. Yes. But like we have other, like the funds with the husbands and that's where everything's in now. And we have to look at the budget. But with (laughs) us, like we didn't even know for the first few years we had to pay taxes. We had the most amazing first couple of years until we found out 
about all that. They're basically like, you're broke. You need to start fresh. And we're like, shit. But we always just like, we like to spend money if and have fun together. something, I'm like, let's go get it. And then we just go buy it out of the company. Oh I'm my like, God. I that. love that you have a bank account together. That is so ridiculous. We changed our wedding, en- our engagement rings to different styles together oh, without our husbands. I just told you <laughs> 10 minutes ago that your husbands are inconsequential and you disagree with me and you're just proving my point. Everything you're saying is supporting what I said 10 minutes earlier. So, yeah, they're very valuable. Thank God for those two guys. Oh, my God. Thank God for them. (laughs) Well, we tried to curate your episode today, ladies. Yes. Catherine is very good at curating towards, you know, the guests that we have on to the callers so that you're going to be of some help. Since I know that Nat is into talk therapy and she's going to be really valuable <laughs> no in this conversation. Therapy. Yeah, no, Kat, Nat will not go to therapy, but you probably still have some good advice that you can share. Chelsea, I was a yeah. social worker previous to this bong show. So was, like, yeah. You were Nat's social worker before you yeah, guys basically. teamed up. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back and we'll take some callers and some emails. Okay, we're taking a break. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving. And according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're 
needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Well, our first email comes from a mom who is going by Tired AF. Dear Chelsea, I'm a 26-year-old mom of four, two of which I had eight months ago. Twin girls. One of them is so chill, only cries when she needs something, and an all-around normal baby. The other one is exhausting. In her defense, she does have colic, some stomach problems, and she's currently teething. But she literally never stops crying. Since the day she was born, she's crying like 50% of every day. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old who also do their fair share of crying, and it gets to me. I find myself thinking about how nice it would be if she could be more like her twin sister. She's the easiest baby I've ever cared for, and I'm the oldest of 10, so I've had my fair share of experiences with babies. My question to you is, how do I not play favorites with the twins when there so obviously is one? I, of course, love them both equally, but let's be honest. I'm scared this might carry into the future and become a problem when they get older and start to realize the vibe. But it's so hard to keep it together with everything going on. Oh, shit. What do I do about having a favorite? Sincerely, Tired AF. I, I can't even believe that she had the time to write that. Like, that sounds like such a shit show over there. I mean, she's 26 years old. Like, her brain just got fully developed a year ago. Yes. That, just now. That is crazy. And the only thing I could think of is I have four kids as well. I did not have four kids at 26. I did not have nine siblings. But there is times in the cycle of our children that there is a favorite and absolutely that quiet baby is going to be the favorite because it's giving the least problems but my quietest ones a year later are the hardest ones and and people always ask us do you have a favorite i'm like it depends on, on the, the day. day so i'm pretty sure that quiet little one isn't going to be your favorite uh, forever that, that one's gonna, terrible teenager that one's going to come out of nowhere yeah you never get nothing, nothing scot-free. No one's good for life, you know? Your quiet baby's going to be a pregnant, pregnant drug addict by 14. Be and, careful. Yeah, and so enjoy the time that you have them as your favorite because I've talked to a lot of men about this because I know women's answer is pretty kind of what you guys are saying. I always get an interesting answer. Men have consistently said whichever child needs me the most is their favorite. Hmm. Aww. And that changes all the time, too. So it's kind of like the opposite of what this woman is going through. So I think I don't think it's unusual to have a favorite. My mom said the same thing all the time. It's just like depends on what day of the week you ask me. Totally. Yeah. And whoever's the easiest to deal with is obviously. So don't feel guilty about that. You're not alone no. at all. No. And just, so you know, I'm just thinking about Kat's family and my family. And we both know who our mom's favorite is. Me. And it's not. No, it's your brother. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> other way. Yeah. And, and I'm fine with that. And she does, um, Natalie here does happen to have one child blown up in giant life, like giant on the wall for many years. Just one of them. And she has four kids. But one made the wall. He's so big. He's honestly the most photogenic. So well, it was huge. You walked in, it was a portrait of him. And, and I'm like, everyone's like, isn't that wrong? And I'm like, uh, listen, we had a photo shoot and one kid nailed it. He <laughs> gets the huge picture on the wall. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got it. Good luck next time, kids. 
Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I always say that to my family. I'm like, it's just because I'm the best looking one, you guys. I mean, that's why everything's working out the way it has. I'm like, this yeah. world is about well, this world's about looks, and I got them. So go. uh, yeah. back up, and that's I was, how she. That's how she feels too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Although he is a little on the short side compared to everybody else, so he needed the wall, if you will. He we needed to start early. So yeah, I like all the reasoning behind the big picture on the wall. So far, I'm totally on board with this. <laughs> And that's actually a good way to keep kids in check if you have three or more. Totally. You blow one up and put it on the wall and be like, guess who the favorite of the month is? Everybody needs to <laughs> step their fucking game up. Oh my gosh. Yes. Shelly, you are on you are onto something. Favorite of it's like the employee of the month. Yes. It's a check. Exactly. Everyone needs incentivization. Children, you know how when you went to sleepaway camp, I went to the sleepaway camp. Well, no, my parents couldn't afford sleepaway camp. So they sent me to this day camp. And every day uh, somebody would get like best swimmer or best finger blaster or whatever you do. <laughs> and it felt, even though I saw everyone every day get an award. As a kid, it felt so good to get the award. You know, it felt so yes. good. And that's, I mean, who doesn't like that? That Pavlovian, yeah. you know, response uh, and totally. reward. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, I think everybody listening, I just gave you, I mean, it just came out. And I think it's Genius. awesome. Yeah, it's a great way yeah. to keep yes. everybody together. Yeah, and if you have braces, you just have to wait to get those off to hit the wall. No, I think it, I disagree, Nat. I disagree. Oh. I think sometimes kids with braces are the best, and they should be given their due right. Not be based. <laughs> it shouldn't be based on looks. It should be based on who's the best kid that month, who had the best behavior. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, fair. All right. Or, or best grades uh, or whatever. However you want to categorize it is up to you. I love it. Yeah. Love it. And then when they're teenagers and they hate you and they're embarrassed by everything, you put their picture on the wall until they're good and then you can take it down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Humiliation. I mean, there's probably going to be an age where they don't want their picture on the wall. So then you have to like re strategize. Yeah. 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 Switch you it. know? Yeah. Then you put yourself up, but you put a nude up, you know? Don't oh, be, if you don't embarrass be, them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't be, the nude's going up, you know? Mommy and daddy in their boudoir shot. Yeah, yes. or you just make out. Yeah, that's good to threaten them with, like, you're going to do a lot of public displays of affection with your husband. <laughs> that's also yes. a good threat. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Like it. Write that book, Hot Parenting Tips. That Absolutely. So our next caller, and this person's calling in. They're going to be on a Zoom, so girls, okay? Yes, be ready. Okay. It's a little juicy. Okay. Veronica says, Dear Chelsea, the situation I'm in is quite a doozy. For the last six months, I was really unhappy in my relationship of five years, and after talking to my therapist a few months ago, I decided that it would be best to end the relationship. As I started emotionally checking out, I started flirting with his cousin that also happened to be our roommate. For reference, I'm 25, my ex is 26, and his cousin is 29. The three of us were very close and would do a lot together, and I saw the cousin as a really good friend. After flirting, sneaking some kisses, and confessing love to each other at the house, I couldn't take the guilt and ended my relationship, then promptly moved out. After giving myself some time to adjust and making sure my feelings for his cousin were real, we decided to start seeing each other. Things were going really well, but now he's started to get very upset about how much this would hurt his cousin and how he hates having to keep our relationship a secret. I've told him multiple times that you can't help who you fall for and that together we can make it work, but I still have the fear that this is all going to blow up. I don't know if just coming clean about everything would be a good idea or if we should wait a few more months to give their family more time to get over the breakup. My biggest concern is his family hating him and exiling him over me, but I'm truly so in love with him. And if he says we can make it work, I want to believe him. Help. I don't even know where to start. Veronica. 
Hi there. Hi. Hi, how Hi. are you? Good, how are you guys? Good, our special guests today are Kat and Nat, and so they're here today. And you have Catherine, so you have four of us. <laughs> yes, I need all the advice I can get. I know, I know, you do need advice. So <laughs> you were dating your previous boyfriend for how long? Five years. And you've been broken up for how long? Going on close to 10 months now. Okay, okay. so this is gonna be a problem for a lot of people. <laughs> Five. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, it's pretty tricky. Their family is going to be upset. Somebody is going to be upset. I think so. Yeah. I would say that's a safe bet. And is your boyfriend, your current boyfriend, who is your ex-boyfriend's cousin, is he <laughs> contemplating your relationship at all or is he committed? No, he is committed 100%. Okay, so you're both done. You're going to be together and you're going to tell his family at some point, right? Yeah, it's just a matter of when. Okay, well, I guess I'll go first and then you girls can hop on and give your opinion. I would just say the sooner you come clean, the sooner everybody can acclimate to the new situation and the sooner everybody has to stop hiding. But be prepared for a big thunderstorm that's going to last for a long time. Possibly, potentially, but I think you should probably try and get the truth out sooner than later. And then, you know, the sooner everyone can get over it. Yeah. And it shouldn't be you. Yeah, it should be the boyfriend. The good point. It should be your family. Yeah, you should be your boyfriend. I don't know who should tell the boyfriend. Maybe Maybe you should tell the boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, who are you going to tell first? The boyfriend, right? Your ex? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty tricky. What do you girls think? What does everyone think? Do they have to know that you were together when y'all were together? Does that all have to come out? No. So that's another topic. We kind of agreed to never say that anything started while the previous relationship was going on. But we think that it would be really obvious that things would start to click once the truth came out. So... Yeah, like my initial lie. was like lie, yes. like wait a few months and then act like you guys ran into each other and it was so nice to see each other again and things started. But that's people always say the truth always freaking comes out. And mm. then you're going to have to not only face that you're dating him, but now the lies and all of the Here's time. the thing, Veronica, it's never going to get easier. So waiting longer is not going to make it easier. So freaking rip it and just be like, we're dating, we're in love, we're happy. Is the family understanding people or are they wild? Are we going to flip tables? Pretty understanding people. Oh, well, that's a good start. Okay. Uh, I mean, did you break up? Was he heartbroken? Does he have an ex? Heartbroken? I would say yes. He was very shocked and surprised. Does he have a new lady? Not yet. Hook him up. We got to get him a new lady. <laughs> yeah. then, he want, then he needs to keep completely over you and so in love that he doesn't care what's going on. It would be great if you could wait until he has a girlfriend. <laughs> that would be good. Seriously. Because then he won't care as much. Because it's just going to be a shit show. You're, it's exactly right. The truth is going to come out. They're going to piece it all together. And if you admit that you guys were flirting while you were with him, yeah. then th- he's never going to forgive you. He's going to hold on to that for years. And that's just such bad news. Like, I wish you could just find a lie. Oh, was there kind <laughs> of some overlap there? I know you said there were some stolen kisses, but like, was there like sex overlap? No, no, never. no, 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 no. That's can't. Yeah. Good don't, for you. If there were, don't say it. Yeah. 
Just say there was flirting. Yeah. We flirted and we knew that was wrong. And I that's why I broke up with you. And, and I you was did. Flirting you ended with it. Your cousin and I knew it was wrong. And obviously don't volunteer that there were any kisses. If he asked right. did anything happen, what you take that as sex. No, no, we didn't have sex. I didn't wouldn't do that while we were dating. I don't think you should admit the kissing behind the sneaking no. kisses. I don't like that. And I'm advocating for you to lie. I am too. Yeah, those details might just hurt more. They don't yeah. need to know everything. Exactly. You guys can play it off like you've been dating for a few months because you, I mean, what you said you did, which is moving out, giving yourself some space to like figure out if this was really real. Turns out it was 10 months. You know what I mean? You did a lot of the right things. You stopped it when it was going a certain direction. And I think, you know, having some white lies in there about not having physical intimacy, I think that's just fine too. Yeah. That's so nice that you're so in love. Yeah, it's very refreshing compared to the last five years. So, well, don't fucking say that. (laughs) (laughs) I won't tell him that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? You and your new boyfriend, if you can weather this storm that you're going to about to get into, and listen, maybe it's not going to be a big deal. That would be ideal, but I mean, it probably will be a big deal. You know, people like to get his brother. You know, it could have been his brother. At least it's just a cousin. Or his dad. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good thing to bring up. Say, at least I wasn't fucking your father. Great. (laughs) See how he likes that. I just say it's, you know, better. Or your mother. What if I was fucking your mother? That would be a real shocker. You know, that would be a double whammy. Yeah, you really got to see like this is a best case scenario. I feel like it is a bit removed from the family. Yeah. Not immediate. I didn't go for immediate family. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, and I think also you have to be very, once this is out, be very sensitive to the fact that people are going to have like their little feelings about it. And then that will just eventually fade out. Yeah. Just know. Yeah. And the family probably doesn't like the cousin that much. You always talk shit about cousins. You know what I mean? They might not even be that close. So maybe you're in a great place. And get yeah. a DNA test. Maybe they're not even cousins. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. A lot of surprises out there. Oh, that would be ideal. Yeah. And that really is true. It is. Yeah. Get your 23 and me. I bet you. Who knows? Who knows? Yep. Wow, things really took a turn for a positive here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But also, like, it's been 10 months. Hopefully, it won't be a big deal. Right? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Make sure you let us know what happens, okay? I'm very very interested. And let us know when it happens, what happens. Yeah. Call us back, okay? I'll give you all the juicy details. Thank you. (gasps) Yes. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, good luck with that. Thanks for being in love. That's right. That's awesome. (laughs) That's going to be one fucked up situation. Holy feel, shit. I'm so glad I'm not her. I can feel the vibes from that family just by talking to her. I know yeah. it's going to go badly. <laughs> the ancestors are going to be pissed. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street. Directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. 
An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Well, we have another caller, gals. This is Emily. Emily is 46. She says, hi, favorite podcast. I left an abusive marriage in 2007. In 2008, I met a guy who, 14 years later, is still around. When we got together, we bonded over our terrible marriages. And we had kids, so our relationship became our private island. We communicate well and became great travel buddies. We don't live together, and our kids are grown. I love my me time, and so I'm on the fence about living together. When I think about getting older and having a partner to help me with things that happen when you get old, like falling or getting sick, it seems like a good idea. He just says, maybe someday. Someday is fine. I'm a weed smoker and super happy just to be living and somewhat successful. I was once anxious and now moved to a secure attachment style person. Been in therapy since I was a teen. I have so much life left to live, and it would be easy to let another 15 years pass just as we are. He's still in my life, but recently the relationship's been sort of fizzling. We're still in contact, but not really together. Is it worth sticking it out another couple of years, or have we peaked already and it's time to move on? I'm such an easygoing person. I'm worried I'm going to let life pass me by. I find myself asking, after 14 years together and not cohabitating, should I be asking for more? Sincerely, Emily. Hi, Emily. Hey. This is Kat and Nat, who are special guests today. They're from Canada. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Pot is very legal here. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Perfect. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you know Catherine, because you probably spoke to her already. She's amazing. Okay, so you've been with your partner for 14 years, 
And you say you're independent, but then you say that you want to move yeah. in together. So it's a little confusing. Which one do you want? Okay, so it's a little confusing of a situation. We did break up. It's sort of run its course. We This has been going on for a long time. But I kind of like, I'm growing up, I guess. I think I finally became an adult this year kind of thing where the same things we used to do, like he would come over and we'd hang out, we'd smoke. We were, you know, this great, perfect private island situation. And then after it got old, it just, you know, it kind of, I got busy. I like to do things outside. He doesn't. And so I stopped doing all the things that I would do to get ready to hang out with him. And and to me, that was a sign that I shouldn't continue this. I should at least think about what I need at this point in my life. Now I, I do. Lo- I love him. We get along great. Sounds like you're describing your brother or your best friend. Like mm. it's the excitement is gone. It's over. So move on and you need to find something else. You have to be excited about the person that you are fucking. You have to be excited and want to look good for when they come over and look in the mirror and actually care about what you look like. I know that after 14 years, that's not typical, but so great. You're not married to him. You have no reason to hang on to this. You can move yeah. on and use him as like, you know, how to have him in your life as a friendship. It's so easy to see. Yeah, for sure. It's not appropriate to ha- to be friends. I guess I'm a little unclear on what. As long as you don't have expectations from him, you know, if you can transition into a friendship where you're not having sex with him, because I think that's confusing and that muddies the waters. We're not having sex. We haven't had sex in like. Yeah. I mean, if it's okay to be friends with him, but you know, sometimes when we have somebody old in our life, it kind of prevents us from moving on to the new person. Mm. So I don't know if that's happening, but it sounds like what you're describing is pretty stale. And I'm thinking like when you said you're 46 and you're already looking at a time where you get old and fall down, you have, you are still so young. There's yeah, bitch, so I'm much 47. more time. I'm fu- Don't <laughs> fuck my jam up. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? 40 is the new 25. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Look- yeah, yeah. No, the whole point of that was, so we do, he has some stomach issues and he was in the hospital. I didn't get a call for three days. So that's the story there. It's like, we are getting older and like, these are things I should be thinking about, but no, don't. I disagree. You know. I, you're, not you're not, no, 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 you're right. You're totally You're not right. sick. Why do you have to think about that? Yeah. Men are going south before women too. So don't hook up with a guy thinking he's taking care of you because you are definitely taking care of him before he takes care of you. You know what I mean? You got to look out for you. Go younger. Yes. Yeah. Genius. Yes. Go younger. And also you want your vibration here, not settling. Yeah. Yeah. Like vibration when you settle, it just is like a limp biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hire a nanny to babysit you when you get older. You know what I mean? Don't don't get married. I would rather pay somebody to take care of me in my life's dying days than have any fucking child or niece or nephew. And my nieces and nephews love me and they would take Mm -hmm. care of me, but I would rather pay somebody to do it. So that when I say, get me a Belvedere on the rocks with a splash of fucking soda on my deathbed, they're going to do that. Chelsea, can I tell you where you can do that really well? My sister works in elder law, and she said that what a lot of people are doing these days is rather than going into assisted living, which is like 10 grand a month, they just go on cruises, cruise after cruise after cruise, because there's more (laughs) doctors per capita on a cruise 
happen at the nursing home. Yeah, but so. then you have to go on a wow. fucking cruise, Catherine. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I'm not doing that. I would go on a limited yeah. edition cruise. Like there has to be less than 50 people and then I'll go. Great. And I have yeah. to be able to throw Same. each one of them overboard. But anyway, you're fucking 46. You're not, yeah. everything's great. You have yeah, a whole- yeah, yeah, but can I ask you a question, Chelsea? So yeah. like, I know you really love your alone time and I really identified with that. My kid went back to school and I had the best day yesterday just by myself. And so do you ever think about in that situation being very comfortable? Are you too comfortable? Or like, do you think that you should I don't think you you don't need to overanalyze yourself. Whatever feels good to you is the right thing. We are all, we live in a society where it's a good thing to like have introspection, but you don't have to be overly analytical about every little move you make. There's no such thing as I spend too much time by myself. The other night I went to bed at 5.19 p.m., Okay. (laughs) Anyone else would be like, are you depressed? I don't give a fuck. I wanted, all I could think about was going to bed. I looked at my sleep number in the, in the morning, my stats on my phone. And it said, you fell asleep at 5, 19 PM. And I was like, what a victory lap, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, it's whatever, whatever you feel that you need is what you need. Stop judging yourself. And also, it's okay if that changes. Yes, as it does you change. That it has. As it as it does, it changes all the time. So whatever you're feeling is never going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're just in this mood right now, and then you're going to get out of that mood. But I would say, you know, take a little separation from that guy, and his stomach. Yeah, yeah. I, my one question, I think, is why it's been such a slow burn for you to make the change. Like it's been like a year and a half of this relationship dissolving and no sex. And, you know, you're still wondering, like, do I give it two more years? What is that there? Hmm. I just want to let everybody know that's a big silent gap. (laughs) We're just all waiting. And while you figure out what your answer is. Mm -hmm. The answer is. I'm not waiting. I just, this situation is here. I'm, I've moved on with my life. And I think that I need to put a cap on that relationship and say, like, look, we had a good run. And, you know, is he going to feel the same way? Just how does he, he feel? He Who knows cares? about this call. Like, he's Who caring for it. So. I, you know your answer, and we all know you know your answer. You just want us to tell you what to do, but you know what to do. You just said it. We didn't have to say anything. You just wanted someone else to tell you. We want to cap that off. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think you should write that. I think you should write that on your refrigerator. Who cares? And that is applies to you and what anyone else might possibly think of you. Start with that mantra every single day. I love it. Yeah. 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 You have a whole world like you're going to have a lot of men in your life. We just sometimes have to clean out the garbage in our lives. Not that, you know, any person is garbage. That's not what I'm saying. It's just some (laughs) people aren't adding to our value and some people are only there for a short period of time. And in your case, a long period of time. But it's time to dust out those cobwebs and get going with the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, this could be such an exciting time for you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you just became a grown up and you just found yourself. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I have a couple people have hit me up over the past year that I just haven't been ready to date, but oh yeah, hit them back. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I like being by myself right now. I got to then don't do it. You You don't have to move in with them right away. Right, I don't want to. (laughs) Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go with the flow. I remember once I was hanging out with this group of people. This is a long time ago. And I remember looking around going, mm, this isn't going to cut it. These people are not going to cut it. I'm too cool to be in this group. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you have to remember that about yourself. When you're too cool for a situation, yeah. 
Go and find people that are on your vibe, not people that are on your like lower than your vibe. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if I could go back and dry hump people, I would just dry hump. Like I would, if I were you, I would just dry hump and make out with them. It would just send them thank you for the night and move on. I love that advice. Dry humping like, isn't that bad, actually. Dry humping is going to probably fun. make a comeback at some point. It should. It's it really fun. Yeah, yeah. Because you could actually, a woman can come or climax from dry humping. Yeah. And yeah, it lasts a lot longer. Get a zipper and you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, monkey, a set of monkey bars. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you put that in your book, by the way, because like, I think... Every woman was like, that's okay that we did that when we were young. Oh, yeah. You girls, I used to masturbate over my pants when I, it was called The Feeling when I was growing up. I was so excited. I had no idea because I didn't think, you would never touch your Pikachu directly. It would be over the jeans. But if the seam of the jeans were the right seam, a thick Mm -hmm. seam, you could make yourself come even faster. So I would lie down behind an ottoman. I'd get home after school and I would just just, just, just rubbing myself. But I'd have my vagina covered by the ottoman in case anyone walked into the living room and they would just see me face down on the floor meanwhile i had like rug burns on my chin i was so into myself i could not get enough of myself all i would do was jerk off all the time and i didn't know i was masturbating i mean i knew it was like a secret but i was just like oh all my girlfriends were doing it and so i would just be sitting there rubbing my vagina rubbing my vagina and then finally we were at dinner one night and i had a ladle and it was a whole family dinner and i couldn't like i couldn't even take a break for dinner if only fans were alive then i would have been on it and so i had this spoon in between my legs and I was rubbing myself at the dinner table and I obviously became red or sweaty or something. (laughs) And my mom goes, Chelsea, what you're doing needs to be done in the privacy of your own room. And then my brother Roy yells, she does it all the time. And I looked around the table and I was like, oh my God, everyone's known this whole time that I've been fucking jerking off. Like I thought I was sleuth, you know, like I was like, oh my God. And I, I was so devastated that I did not masturbate till I was in my 40s because I was so shamed about it. I hate that for you. I hated that my brothers knew that I was jerking off. <laughs> very common. Oh it's gosh. very common. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. They're jerking off. Yeah. Constantly. Oh you know the show Young Sheldon? I want to watch the show Young Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I need to make it. I know. We, we were working on that once. Anyway, did you get your advice that you came here for? Oh. No, I did. I love you so much. Okay. He's stitching him. All right, good. Well, when you get a new boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you're into, obviously men right now, but that can always change also, be open-minded. And when you're in a new situation and you're feeling really positive about your life, please send us a line and let us know. Yes. Of course. Will do. Thank okay. you. Thanks, Emily. Thank you. Bye, Emily. Bye. Thanks, ladies. Oh, my God. Bye. Didn't even take a break for dinner. No. What a productive call that was. That was great. Yeah. That she needs. Wow. Isn't it funny she that knew. you can just talk to someone and you can feel their energy just yes. by talking mm. to them, like if it's high or low? Mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. that was more like measurable. Mm-hmm. You know, when people talk about energy, I wish somebody could say, oh, you're at an 80 so that people would take it more seriously because like the high vibes are so important and there are people that just bring you down. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not their fault or that they're a bad person. You're just not on the same frequency. Yeah. We should have like a little thing above our head that says like yeah. what percent we're at. Like a halo. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I have one more quick question from Brittany. Brittany. Brittany Spears? Uh, I spelled with an N-I. So, so no. Maybe not. A little different. Dear Chelsea, I have a situation I've been wrestling with for about a year. I'm 36 mm-hmm. years old and never wanted kids until this last year. I married Ooh. my husband last year and we've been together for eight years total. 
I really love him. We have mostly have a great relationship. We have three cats we adore. But the thing is, he does not want to have kids. We always agreed about this until a year ago. I kept thinking that the desire to have kids would just be a phase and go away, but it keeps getting stronger. I'm really confused and torn on what to do. The thought of leaving makes me sad, and the fear of trying to find a partner and have kids at my age seems scary. I'm freezing my eggs, so that helps take some of the pressure off, but it's still a huge undertaking. I'm worried that later on I'll have some regret about not taking a chance on having a family of my own. I'm also worried that I'll regret leaving a good marriage and potentially fucking up my life with a crappy partner or the challenges of parenthood. How can I make this decision? I'm going to therapy, but I feel stuck. The clock is ticking, which is so stressful. Thanks for your help, Brittany. So the husband decided he did, didn't want to have kids. I think neither of them did. And then she just like changed her mind. Oh, okay. Like something okay. hit her and she just, she felt like she maternal and she needed to have a baby. Oh, wow. She really has to decide what does she want more, him or the baby? Because she actually doesn't, she doesn't need him to make the baby. No. She could do it alone. But she doesn't need to find another partner to have a baby either. If they no. did fizzle, like if they broke up, like she can have a baby on her own. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not going to make her feel good. She wants to have a husband and that baby. Yeah. So you guys are parents, so you need to handle this. It's, it's happened to a lot of our friends, actually, and they broke up with the partner to have the baby because you're going to end up, if you can't let it go, you're going to hate them. You're going to resent them that they never did it. And you will just find problems, even if there isn't a problem. You'll create problems. So it's as, rather be honest and be like, I've changed my mind. And maybe he doesn't know how she's nervous to say, I really, really want this. This is what he might be like, then I can get on board. You never know if you're really honest with it. Yeah. Like maybe eight years ago when they started together, they totally agreed on that, but he really wasn't as like, he wasn't as determined to not have them as she was. And now she's changed her mind. Who knows? Maybe he has too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Oh God. I, My husband I, didn't want a third really. And it was a big conversation. But that's and I was different. like, it's, that's different. I know, but I was a very big conversation. I think for some people, you have to be like, this is this is so important to me. I don't know if I can keep being with you if I can't do this. And then he might be like, I never knew. Let's maybe... Let's talk about it. Think about what we're going to do here. Yeah. It's so much more than do I leave him or do I get a baby? Mm -hmm. Because she might not even be able to have a baby. You yeah. know, like there's so many x factors it's so hard to say leave them and go get a new partner and a baby maybe there's wiggle room in two years or you know if she's freezing his eggs does he not know something's coming up or is she doing it in secret well she's freezing her eggs yeah so i think it's men, so well, should know. well oh, men right, don't have you. eggs fyi <laughs> i just thought you missed up on the word i'm like i did you know they I don't did. have eggs right? i meant her her eggs her <laughs> eggs yeah she might be doing it alone it's expensive to do that too yeah well, in canada it is uh, yeah, I think you have to be like, if you really are thinking about this, A, you have to want to have that baby 150%. You have to be committed to that. And if you are that committed to that baby, and that's more important to you than your husband is right now, then yeah, you've got to leave him yep. and go d pursue that. But yeah. I mean, you have to really know that you want to do that, not just be curious about being a mother. I think, you know, sometimes I know how strong a maternal instinct can be. At least I hear <laughs> about it. <laughs> but uh, I think you have to examine really how important that is to you. And then that's your decision right there, you know? Yeah. Could you have like a whoopsie? Like, you know, get artificially inseminated and then be like, oh my, no, no. That's, that's bad. bad. Well, well, yeah. But also, but you're happens. also married. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not against that. <laughs> like, oh my God, women. Like, I don't know how it happened. Trick him into a baby. Oh, <laughs> okay, Crazy. well, 
we did okay well that's yeah that's your advice what's her name no Brittany. That's not my no, advice. i actually think that's a good idea that's just i, I like that i was that. i would do that yeah if i was a manipulative person that was something i would think about or just you know is that how you wound up with baby out. number three no <laughs> no locked him in you know wrap my legs you're not leaving squeeze right. well let's take a quick break and we'll come back to wrap up with cat nat and chelsea this podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving. And according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. And we're back. Oh, we're back. Well, Kat and Nat, this is the part of the show where I want to know if you'd like any advice from Chelsea. Well, we have an ongoing argument that maybe the two of you and Chelsea could settle for us. We have an argument on 
whether of you and Chelsea. Yeah, whatever. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying, okay? Yeah, I think we just, we've never really agreed. I don't know if we have a misunderstanding and we actually have to show each other what we mean, but I take soap and I wash underneath and all over my vagina. Like, I actually take the soap in my she hands. And in. Enter, not in, like, not in the hole. Of course, not the hole. In the oven. In the, like, all underneath. And she says that you shouldn't put, she read that oven. you don't put soap there because it's self-cleaning Inside. Oven. Not in the hole. In the lips. <laughs> yes, all in, the in there. Yeah. In the lips. In the I lips. don't think you're, I'm pretty rough when I wash my beaver in the shower. That's obviously the first spot I like to hit. But yeah. I don't put the soap bar, like, I guess I probably do with something similar. I do know that you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to put soap inside the lips, any of that. Your vagina is a self-cleaning mechanism. It no cleans way. itself. Yes. Are you, you serious? Yeah. Yes. So you I can rub soap around it. Yes. But like, I don't think it's going to hurt you. I mean, it's supposed to affect your pH balance is what I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't use a bar of soap. I use pump soap, right? Is that what you use? Right. Yeah, so you're not, okay. So, I mean, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think if you actually put it inside you, then it's a big deal. But más o menos, as they say in España. If you're not getting any yeast infections, you're probably doing it fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, everything's been fine so far. I just like all dark, moist places need to be. Yeah. I also have IBS, so that would be different. You know, IBS down there, you do, I definitely you know. stuck my finger in my butthole to wash it. Really? <laughs> yeah. For if there's a situation that needs cleansing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Inside yeah. the hole? Yeah, just to make sure like everything's there that is supposed to be there and nothing extra. Great. Yeah. yeah. Only when I've had an but incident. Oh my gosh! If I even go anywhere near that thing, it's just going to be a disaster. Really? With soap? I mean, don't you want it to be clean? Your butthole? She can't have any butt play whatsoever. Um, her uh, her bowels live on the hole. Like, uh, basically. Like you know, I saw a video the other day about anal sex, and it says when men go into other men, there's three sphincter holes. I had learned that there were two sphincter holes. So when you have anal sex, there's one entryway, and then there's a second entryway. No, and if no. you're really well endowed, there is a third entryway. Uh, but I think that's only applicable for men because they have a scrotum, and we do not. So, but for us, there are two anal entries, one and then boom, boom, depending on how big Did the penis you know that? is. I didn't either. So there's shit. Wait, there's, there's, there's who comes out of one? No, there's like as deep as it goes. Then there's like another, it's like being in a, like a labyrinth. <laughs> there's <laughs> one hole. Have one. <laughs> that, that's the entryway. And then if you have a big enough penis, there is a second anal opening in the same tunnel. I think she has one and that's the problem because I feel like. It just drops, and we're like, we're, we have to run the red. Like, there's no time. It's like, we're she's shitting her pants, or I'm like, I have a birth defect, and my mom never told me I only have one, one labyrinth. One labyrinth. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, I mean, that's you should not travel with a thermos in case you need to take a shadoobie <laughs> in it. <laughs> a shadoobie. Um, okay, well, all well right. on that note, you guys, I just want to thank you guys for being here <laughs> all the way from Canada. I can't wait to see you guys again in person. I hope that happens yes. sooner than later. Thank you for being on the podcast. You were very entertaining. Thank you so much for having us. It was so nice to meet you, Catherine. I can't uh, wait to see you guys again. I'm your biggest fan now. Yay. Thank you guys. Really, truly. Yeah. It means Thanks, a lot girls. for having Have us. a great day. Bye. 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 And for those of you who haven't seen my special on Netflix, it's out. Revolution is out and it's streaming. Woot. And I am announcing a new tour called the Little Big Bitch Tour. Yes. I am starting again in April. 
I announced a bunch of cities, so it's on my Instagram and my website and whatever. But yes, I'm going back on the road in four months. Amazing. Or two months or whatever. I have a whole new show and a whole new thing and I'm going to go tour again. You're just a busy woman. I am. I am. There's a lot going on. So if you'd like advice from Chelsea, just send us an email at dearchelseapodcast at gmail.com. Dear Chelsea is a production of iHeartRadio, executive produced by Nick Stumpf, produced by Catherine Law, and edited and engineered by Brad Dickert. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st.